Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and in today's episode, we are going to ponder on this question. Are you ready to become a caregiver while maintaining your courtship or marriage? From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is Stronger stronger Together, together, Closer closer to God. God. Hi, my name is Vernon, and I am a caregiver. If you talk to my wife, she would say that I have been a caregiver all my life, and I couldn't relate to it at first, but maybe what my wife said might have been true. I remember growing up where I had my mom, and she would have some complications going on. See, she had mental illness happening with her, and there will be moments and times when I was taken away from mom and lived with my grandparents. I didn't really understand everything, but I knew that if there was anything that my mom needed me to do, I was always there to take care of her. But if you ask me at my tenor age, of young age of 8, 7, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15, if I was actually a caregiver, I probably wouldn't say no. But then when I reflect on it, maybe I was. And now looking at the current situation as my wife and I are married together, we are now taking care of all of our parents. I take care of my dad and she takes care of her mom and dad. It kind of gets me wondering whether I really am a caregiver. See, before we ever got married, Prior to our engagement and everything, it was discovered that during the midst of our conversation after a premarital class, that a little voice came to me and asked me this simple question to ask my wife. If our parents get to a place where their health is not strong enough, what are we going to do? It wasn't a question that was asked during our premarital class, but it's a question today if I was leading a premarital class, I would ask any couple. What will you do if you have to step up in the role as a caregiver? Little did we know that later on in the course of our relationship, when we get married and six months after we get married, as we're sitting down with my dad having dinner together on his birthday, that I would see signs that answer that question. See, as my dad was sitting there with us and we were enjoying ourselves at the dining room table in this restaurant, we noticed that my dad started saying he couldn't see. And it was unusual for him because he had his glasses on and everything else. But then I came to realize that he was having a very difficult time seeing the print. And it was in normal print. Also, when he got up to go to the restroom, he bumped into the waitress and bumped into some of the patrons at the restaurant. And my wife and I kind of looked at each other and we said, something's just not right. I called on my uncle who checked in on him and got him to the doctor and later it was discovered that his tumor that he has had for some time has been pressing on his optical nerve causing his vision to kind of shut down so the recommendation was to do some surgery 50 50 chance that he would be able to see but as his health continued to deteriorate and to a point that he was losing his vision quicker than realized he took the chance and said let me do this surgery Little did I know that during this time, it will end up where he will have a stroke during surgery, which will cause him to require 24-7 care. But what do you do in those situations when you're six months into your marriage and you're called upon by God to become a caregiver? Or even now, in, as we approach our seven-year anniversary, what do you do when now my wife's parents require us to step up and be caregivers? This might be one of those things that didn't expect to do. But the reality is, as I look at this 
information card from AARP, it just shocks me that in 2020, 53 million people in America will need care in our country. It's surprising to me that most Americans are caring for more than one person. 25% of our population is doing that right now. I didn't realize, I thought I was alone, but then I realized looking at this pamphlet that 6 in 10 caregivers report being non-Hispanic white, 17% are Hispanic or Latino, 14% non-Hispanic African American or Black, 5% Asian American or Pacific Islander, 3% some other race or ethnicity, including multiracial, 8% identify themselves as part of the LBGTQ family. I didn't realize that one in 10 students who are going to college or taking other courses right now are also being caregivers. Or 9% have served on after duty in the U.S. Armed Forces and are called to be caregivers. That most caregivers are adult care of relatives, 89%. Typically parents or parent-in-laws with 12% of them being spouse or partner and grandparent or grandparent-in-laws, 8% or adult child, 6%, though 10% provide care to a friend or a neighbor. Many caregivers live together with their recipients, 40% of them since 2015. Little did I know that older caregivers tend to take care of similar age recipients 74% of caregivers ages 75 and older caring for recipients age 75 and above, while younger caregivers tend to take care of someone older than themselves. 81% of caregivers between ages 18 to 49 or someone age 50 and older. And all of this data suggests that many caregivers may be looking on a road without adequate or affordable service or support in place. So it wasn't a coincidence that God spoke to me prior to us getting married. What are we going to do if our parents require us to be their caregiver? And we said, we will take it one day at a time, but we will seek God. See, we remember that Ephesians 6, 2 to 3, and also in Exodus 20, 12, and Deuteronomy 5, verse 16, all says the same thing. Respect your father and mother is the first commandment that has a promise added so that all may go well with you and you may live a long time in the land. And so when we remind ourselves of these moments with our parents, we remind ourselves that we're doing something to honor our father and mother. It would be no different from a parent who has to take care of their children because they're having a challenge with their health that moves them from a transition from a parent to become not only a parent, but a caregiver. It's no different from a husband or a wife as they are caregiving their spouse when they're in these times. And these are the moments and times that God is asking us to take a step more to care. I realize in the moments of these times and these moments that I must seek God. Matthews 10 verse 40 reminds me, whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. See, it's an opportunity to welcome them and know that they will be taken care of. It is an opportunity for them to see God through me as I take care of all of their needs that they need to make it day by day. And it would be easy and simple just to say, hey, let's get somebody in here. Hey, let's get some opportunities to send them to a nursing care facility and get this resolved. But remember, in the wonderful land called America, we do not have the financial opportunities to do that all the time. It falls 
on people, family members and friends. And it's an honor that I'm now seeing to take care of my dad, who sacrificed not only in the Marine Corps for our country, but sacrificed for our family in multiple ways. The least that I can do is show him love and compassion and take care of him. So Hebrews 10.22 reminds me, so let us come near to God with a sincere heart and a sure faith, with hearts that have been purified from a guilty conscience and with bodies washed with clean water. And he reminds me in Hebrews 10.36 that I need to just be patient in order to do the will of God and receive what he promises. I am now learning that some things need to be put on a pause, and that's all right. It reminds me in Psalms 27 verse 14 to wait on the Lord, to be strong and let my heart take courage, wait on the Lord. See, Nathan 1 verse 7 reminds me that the Lord is good. He's going to protect his people in times of trouble. He's going to take care of those who turn to him. And that's why I do what I do. I may not have called to step up to be a caregiver, but the call was placed on me by my heavenly father. And I am so happy and thankful and honored to take up that step. Over the next couple of weeks, we might share some of these recordings of what it takes to be a caregiver, especially if you are married or you are courting right now. And I challenge you to ask these questions as you talk to your potential spouse, potential mate, or to your husband or to your wife. What will we do if one or both of our parents requires our care? What will we do if any of our children requires more care than just the role as a parent? What is our plan if one of us requires more care than we imagine and we have to shift into a caregiver role? And what is the family plan when it comes to our children taking care of us? These are questions that should have been added to our premarital counseling questions. And these are the questions I'm sharing with you. If your answer to all four of those or any one of those is, I don't know, I pray that you seek God, sit down with your potential mate or sit down with your spouse and have the conversation today. Don't push it off for tomorrow. Well, there's a lot of things that will happen tomorrow. Have that conversation right now and know this. As Psalms 116 verse 1 to 2 reminds us, I love the Lord because he hears me. He listens to my prayers. He listens to me every time I call to him. Seek God's wisdom. Sit down together. Start being proactive. Don't be reactive when the situation comes. Be proactive so that you will have a plan in place in case any of this happens. Make sure to visit our new Facebook page at S2C2G Ministry. Subscribe to our website at S2C2GMinistry.com where you can find out how to subscribe to the show, learn more about our ministry, and the different coaching and workshop activities we host in the area. And while you're at it, drop us a line and let us know your thoughts about the podcast today. If you found value in this show and would like to partner with us, just click on the Partner tab on our website or go to bit.ly bit.ly backslash partner for marriage. Please tell a friend about the show and until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.